short-term and eternal. I want you to do something for us. I want us to do something together. I want you to be really aware of taking a deep breath, okay? And maybe maybe hold your other hand, okay? Don't worry, I'm not taking you anywhere. We're not going on a trip, but we might. Let's take a long, deep breath together, okay? And let it out. That, what we just did, I'm led to believe, is experience all eternity. The air we took in is the same air that was on this, in this atmosphere, on this planet, when Jesus walked around. When Cleopatra walked around. When Gandhi did. With Dr. King. I'm trying something tricky to get us in a frame of thought here. Science, what little science I know, teaches me that everything in life is renewed, changed. Nothing is added, nothing is taken away. It's all in the process of change. So if we try to think about eternity, it's in the presence and it's being recycled all the time. And the breath we took in literally was the same of the same air that's been on this globe forever. But we took it in just then so we could survive. When there's breath, there's life. The ancients were really brilliant in their creation story, if you think about it. They paint us a picture. They imagined how to explain to the common people a long time ago, a lot less sophisticated than us today with our education. They painted a picture of God as a potter, a sculptor, playing around in dirt, making the image of a human body, and then breathing into that sculpture, the breath of life. That's a pretty good metaphor. That's a pretty good description of how we are. We have this vessel for hopefully a long, long time, hopefully with a little less disease that makes life too miserable, and then it's gone away. And the breath sustains us during the vessel, during the body's function, and when that breath is gone, it's gone. I remember when I, from a heart transplant, I, I was in the hospital, and, and what happened was that they did, uh, at the third day after the heart transplant, they took a biopsy down through this my neck, and they went into the heart ca- cavity, and t- they took a snip, not of the heart, but of the cavity of the heart, the, the cage that holds me. They brought it out, but when they brought it out, they nicked the wall of my chest. So the body didn't know what to do except flood me. So I was put into a medical coma for eight days on breathing machines to keep me alive. Well, once I kept, they brought me out of that, my job was to get the quality of my oxygen back up. Now I remember when 85% was a goal, and you had to build that oxygen. So if you've, if you've had congestive heart failure, had anything with COPD type stuff, you know what it is to lose your breath. Life gets real precious. Ain't nothing you can do. Ain't no money in your pocket. Ain't no good looks. Ain't no position going to get that breath working for you. Connections, short-term and eternal. We are given a vessel in a period of time, which and we have no... Let me, let me back up here. Who you are is a unique 
one of a time, one of a kind reality. And it's carried in this vessel called a human body. And that thing that is you, you can go by your name if you want to. You can go by Doke. That Doke is special. And in that body, it lives and, and, and functions, has its impulses, has its desires, has its shortcomings, has its impulses, all programmed into what a human body does and aspires to. It gets sick from things. It, 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 has, to, it has to manage the sickness of the body. It has to manage the aging of the body. It has to manage the death of people around them that they love. I had to go and, and, and do my daddy's funeral when he was 51 and I was 26. Hard stuff. But you've got that too. So we have this body that we live in, but we have this entity that's us, our soul, our spirit. Let's call it that, our soul. That we need connection outside of ourselves. We need to be related to. And our body's got a real mechanism to happen. It has the machine, the vessel that carries us, and then it has the breath that keeps that function. It's the fuel, the function. Short term, it's maybe good for 70, 80, 90 years. Long term, the thing that is us. I've really come to believe that dope's eternal. I'm not sure I'll know myself. I think I might get changed. I think I might have been somebody before. Now, all of this is really esoteric stuff, isn't it? It really doesn't matter because this is just me saying words about what I think life is about. What matters is that you and I are in a room sharing air, sharing space, hoping, believing that life is a blessing and life is good and reaching out to connect with others to affirm that, to be blessed by that understanding, to claim that truth. It's a lot easier to tell stories about ancient heroes and about good guys who, as followers, imagined walked on water, healed the leper, resurrected the dead. Those are good stories. They're beautiful stories. They did for me in my youth, illustrated to me a, a beautiful man who walked and lived and cared and hung around with weird people. But the story of Jesus or a Savior abstract from me, other than me, does not carry my heart and my soul into any kind of security or any kind of affirmation of life. It is me understanding and saying to myself, it's okay, though. You're not going to make it through life. You're going to lose those around you. You're going into oblivion. But it's okay. Because the eternal in your being has been there forever and reoccurred. So your job and your opportunity over these years has been to let people see who you are. To open yourself for connection. Maybe model for them some idea of what connection can mean. And yeah, you got to live with you, being an introvert. you got to live with the fact that people wear you out being around them. You just, you know, you, you, you get... Uh, bored listening and all this stuff they have to tell you. But the reality is your job, your opportunity to be blessed and to be a blessing is to be available to people authentically who you are. Because see, 
there's no answers to our questions. Anyone who stands before you in a position of holy man or holy woman, a great authority on truth, all of this is how we construct the reality around us, how we see it. I wish I could leave, come to this room every Sunday and show you the face of God. And you feel the tingle in your heart and you go, I'm blessed. The only thing I can do every Sunday here that I engage with you is to show you the honesty of the questions that we live with and the struggle we have to understand it. And when basically it's just like the sun, we might as well not look at it face to face. We just need to step, 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 step back and say to one another, how's it going with you? How is your journey? How are your connections? The connections we make are only found in the realities we share, the, 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 the honesty that we are, that we're struggling human beings, each of us with different gifts, each of us with different experiences, each of us with different scars and wounds. But the opportunity we have to be friends, be companions, to affirm one another, and not hate. Einstein's quote that Josh shared with us was perfect this morning, and I kept clinging to it, trying to remember it so I could say it back to you. Basically, what I heard him say was that we're isolated, we're alone, we're separated, and we're all struggling just to reach out, break out with compassion and with mercy and with love, say, how's it going, neighbor? How's your trip? Can we walk a while together? Can we be a while together? Can we... Nourish one another. Look at the foolishness around us. Look at the foolish fools that we are. Look at the mistakes we made and not hate ourselves, but be hopeful of new opportunities and new situations. Connections. Short term and a term. We have a brief spell to be good with one another. Our impact affects eternity, informs eternity, directs eternity. The love we share, the love we find, the courage we find to give that love and be an agency of good that goes throughout the universe, throughout eternity, throughout a child's lives. Remember the blessings of your youth? Remember those people who liked you, looked into your eyes and said yes to you? Remember them? The teacher? The Sunday school teacher? An aunt? An uncle? A friend? A stranger? That, that's ours. That's God. That's the presence of the Holy. That's the beauty in our lives. I commend it to us to remember it and to, and, and to model it and to renew it and live it again in our day's activity. I'm trying to do that. I hope you can too. Amen. A good song, a real good song. Number 131, Love Will